And if you don't know, now you know. Oh, yeah. This is the Cajun Style Podcast. And of course, I'm Nebby. And I'm here with my guy. It's your boy, Ride with Doc. And we are here to talk about UFC on ESPN 9. That's that's what it's called, right? Yeah, UFC on ESPN 9. It's a good card. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Live from the UFC Apex in Sin City, man. We get Tyron Woolley versus Gilbert Burns as the headliner. And uh, Woolley's been away for a while. Burns has been a guy who's been fighting any and everybody that they're willing to throw in front of him anytime, any place. And he's positioned himself man. with a uh, quite possibly a title eliminator. He put himself in this position, man. He, he's been, like you said, fighting anybody at any time. Uh, one of the one of the most entertaining fighters on Twitter because <laughs> he, he he uses it to his advantage. Like somebody drop out of a fight, hey y'all y'all need me? Just let me know. And most of these like uh, he he actually coaches he actually coaches for his gym. So a lot of these fights uh, he's at regardless of whether he's on the card or not. So <laughs> he, he like hey hey y'all y'all need me? Just just, just say the word. Yeah man, yeah man. It, it it finally paid off for him, man. He's uh getting the biggest test of his career. I'm looking forward to it because I like that guy. Do you it's think a t- tough fight? Do you think if he pulls off this W, he he gets Usman next? Can he jump Leon Edwards? Uh, at this point, Willie is ranked number one. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, he he might jump everybody because nobody really wants to fight uh, Usman at this point. Uh, nobody besides Willie and Covington want to fight Usman at this point. It's like everybody's posturing. Everybody's wanting uh, the most money and all this other stuff. And the UFC, you already know, they don't play that game. Like, if you're sitting here trying to pick and choose fights and, oh, well, I'm, I'm only taking a champion for this much or I'm only fighting this kind of fighter because I deserve a title fight. Like, hey, bro, like, yeah, th- this is the type of fight where if a guy like Gilbert Burns wins, he probably for sure gets a title shot depending on what they do with uh, Leon Edwards. And what happens with, you know, Fight Island. Because, I mean, there, there's a lot of people who just aren't fighting right now simply because a lot of the foreign fighters can't make it over. But, right, right. Yeah, outside of, outside of that, I mean, Gilbert Burns, a win like this, 100%, I, I feel like, puts him right there in title contention. Yeah, I think he gets a title shot. I think that's a, this is a title, title shot in the making title shot in the making if he gets the victory if he gets the victory but we'll we'll get to that when we get to that fight on our card breakdown and what we really think is going to happen in that Willie versus Burns fight uh but speaking of a guy like Usman he's been calling out Connor oh yeah or it seems like they're trying to get the Connor fight he's trying to get the money fight Usman wants Connor because Usman wants the money but do you see Connor taking that fight and if you do see him, and if he does take that fight, what is the outcome? Oh, the outcome is very simple. He's going to get ragdolled. Ragdolled, dragged around. Uh, I don't think he takes that fight. No, he, he he can't take that fight. He can't He can't think he he has anywhere to win that fight. Like, There's uh, no way he wins that fight. He's, can, he's not taking that fight. Can he catch Usman or whatever? Sure. Can Usman take can Usman take a lot more of those punches than a lot of the fighters that Connor says that ever fought? Yes. And all Usman has to do is take one punch, 
drag him to the floor, uh, maul him to death, and that's the end of the fight. Like it's not even like they're not even they're not even close to the same uh, weight class. If Dana White was saying Jorge Masvidal was too big for uh, for Conor McGregor, and I and I'm over here saying uh, Usman is too big for Masvidal, what does that mean? Like he's double too big. Like he's 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 twice <laughs> as too big. Like it, it it doesn't even make sense. Like <laughs> oh man. So yeah, man, that, that's one seventy in a nutshell. This this fight has huge indications because everybody at welterweight wants a title. They don't want title shots. They want money shots. They want money shots, and nobody wants that Usman fight at the end of the day. They got Except Usman for out Gilbert. Here. Except, Except for Gilbert, Gilbert Burns. Except for Gilbert and, Col- and and Colby. Colby is holding out. Colby is holding out uh, until they give him the fight as well. So I think Usman. Well, not Usman. So I think if Burns wins, they can, in a sense, basically build a guy for Usman, a fresh face. I feel like if Burns wins, we might see Usman pretty soon. And if uh, if Burns does not win, uh, I feel like we might get a, a Leon Edwards and Usman belt at a fight island. I feel I feel like Usman is coming soon. Usman, Usman is fighting soon. He's gotta be. Opponent, opponent to be determined. But yeah, let's get to this card here. It's eleven fight card. Ten fight. Ten fight, one scrap. Ten fight, one scrap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got an early scratch for the injury. The Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez fight will no longer be on the card. Maybe Rodriguez gets a late replacement kind of early in the week. But Kevin Holland for sure isn't going to be on this card. Unfortunately, I was looking forward to seeing him at 170, especially coming off of that win. Only lasted what 30, 30 something seconds. So he uh, he he fought just last week. At this point, eight eight ten days ago. At this point, while we were recording this, but you know it, it, it lasted thirty seconds. So he he was ready to fight again. Unfortunately, yeah, he was ready to go. Unfortunately, he got injured. So hopefully they can get this guy, uh, Rodriguez, a new uh, uh, a replacement fighter because a new opponent. Because uh, yeah, I, I was impressed with him in his UFC debut. He was only one and zero in the UFC, uh, and he's eleven and one. His one loss is a split decision. So this was actually uh, going to be my pick for fighter tonight. And I, I felt like the winner of that fight was for sure going to end up fighting against somebody in the top fifteen next. Uh, and that's crazy to say, considering that's that's a ridiculously stacked uh, division at 170. But Kevin Holland, I mean, he's only lost to the top, top, top guys, along with like, I mean, he lost to Brandon Allen. But in my opinion, I think Brandon Allen is probably one of the better jujitsu fighters in MMA, and he's actually pretty huge for 185. And I feel like that Brandon Allen fight was the reason why Kevin Holland was even. Uh, uh, feeling the need to come down to 170 like yeah if, if we're still fighting unranked opponents and it's guys that can smother you with the wrestling and uh and the and the top control jujitsu type of stuff then and, and i mean kevin holland is no slouch on on uh on the ground so that's the main reason why i feel like he was like yeah let me not even keep doing this let me just you know uh take my little slinky frame down to 170 and that was a good move it was. It, it would have been. A, it would have been a good move. Let's let's say. Not gonna say it was a good move because uh, yeah, injuries. Well, he's, it's going to be a good move. I, can, I I foresee him having a good future at one seventy. Same. Same. 
Man, yeah. I had him. I predicted. I had predicted him to win this fight by stoppage. Man, I was that was my fight of the night. I had it going to decision. I had him winning as well, but I had that. I had that being uh, the closest fight. Uh, like I said, Rodriguez, pff, crazy hands. Hopefully, like I said, I, I really hope they get him another opponent because I watched his uh, his last fight against Tim Means and he he put ridiculous hands on him. Stuck behind the jab, uh, whole fight. Uh, crazy footwork dropped him probably six seven times in that fight wobbled his head a couple of times uh had him going for the takedown and he had one of those uh john jones versus machita standing guillotine uh choke him choke him out and drop him on the floor type of moments i was like oh yeah bro, this guy is uh this guy's for real and that was only his first fight in the ufc coming off the contender series so yeah that, that right there to me was gonna be the fight of the night 10 means is no kevin holland but yeah that that uh I, I was predicting not to be a scrap, so hopefully they can they can find him a new opponent. But yeah, we got but yeah we got ten to talk about. We got ten to talk about. Yeah, man. So we're starting the card off with Chris Gutierrez versus Vince Morales, and it's a Benaway fight. Gutierrez man. is a former tough season twenty eight fighter, two fight win streak, five and one in his last six, and then they got him up against Morales, uh, Mister V for Vendetta. That guy came off the contender series, to, took an L in the contender series, and he only won in two. Morales won in two in the UFC. Uh, this line is actually pretty close. Both both of these fighters have only even been to a decision in the UFC. Neither one of them has finished the fight in the UFC. So this is a this is a, a pretty pretty close contesting matchup. They got Gutierrez at minus one twenty. Morales minus one ten. Yeah, actually, um, I'm predicting Morales to to get the stoppage in this fight. I know his knockout record doesn't show it, but he's got good stand up. And I'm actually, like I said, I predict him to win. He's a slight underdog. Super close odds. Toss up fight. I got Morales getting that W on this one. It's crazy. Like I said, they uh, they've both only been two decisions in the UFC. But Morales, out of his nine wins, does have seven finishes. It's just that those weren't the ones in the UFC. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he got five KOs on his record, two subs. So he's no he's no uh, slouch as far as finishing fights. And this, like I said, this might be one of those evenly matched type of fights because Gutierrez, uh, pretty similar. He's 2-1 and one in the UFC. Uh, out of his 14 fights, he got six KOs, one sub. So... He's a little bit more decision heavy as far as his record goes. As most guys are at that at that weight class. Yeah, Morales, Morales sneakily, sneakily, I can see getting a finish. But I did have Morales as well winning by a decision. Easy fight. Then we get my guy the Samurai. The last Samurai. He put a DA on it. He don't even want to use proper grammar on his uh <laughs> on his ring name. My guy Louis Smoker versus Cassie Kenny. Mm. And um, they got my guy Smoker in here looking like he just about to get them paws put on him at plus 220. Man, it's crazy. That line is crazy. And again, we talking about another guy who likes to finish fights. This guy got yeah. seven KOs, seven subs. Only He's uh, a finisher. Out of 16 wins. Out of 16 wins, seven, seven KOs and seven subs. He is uh, very battle-tested as well. Uh, well-rounded experience. He's 7-6 in the UFC. Uh, 16 and 6 overall so he was uh one of those guys who only even tasted defeat 
in the UFC. On the other hand, uh, he was on the Contender Series twice. He was one and one on the Contender Series, uh, two and one in the UFC right now. All decisions in the UFC. He's a uh, thirteen and two, two KOs, four subs. Uh, watched a couple of his fights, a couple of his highlight reels. Uh, the one thing he kind of reminded me a little bit of Dennis Seaver, old school fighter. Uh, he was throwing throwing a lot of uh, spinning body kicks and crazy stuff. But the crazy thing to me, like you said, this this line, it just it does not make sense. Like minus two seventy five. Doesn't make sense. Minus two seventy five against Smoker. Like this guy's a finisher, and they both have fought the same. They got a they got an opponent in common, and Ray Borg. Mm. Kenny has beat Ray Borg. Smoker lost to Ray Borg, and I know MMA math is usually right, but you're wrong this time. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. My guy, oh, the last samurai, and, and simply because he spelt it D-A last samurai. <laughs> My guy oh, Louis Smoker man. is getting this finish, man. I'm predicting two finishes to start this card. And it's coming from Smoker. He's battle tested, like you said. My guy Kenny is coming off a decision loss. And Smoker has fought some of the top names. Ray Borg, he got the loss to. Brandon Marino, he got the loss to. But he's also strung some good wins together in this division. And he's going to get it done. Man, this is one of those fights where, I mean, not even just one of those fights. Both of these two fights that, that we're starting to card off with. As a matter of fact, all three of the car, uh, fights that we're starting to card off with, all at the 135 division. They're really trying to uh, make sure they build this uh, build this division up. Uh, they're really trying to, they're, they're hoping to, to build a name for Casey. With a with a line like this uh, in a fight that apparently they think he's super favored in, I did have Casey winning the fight, but I think this is gonna be a lot closer than than the odds makers give it. Man, I had Casey winning by decision, so I, I had both. I had this 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 fight card starting off with two decisions, but if this fight were to get finished, I do believe, like you said, it would be Lord Smoker with the uh, with them hands. Yeah, man, I like to see it. I'm a, I'm gonna be looking forward to this outcome. Because of that, because of those odds, I don't think he's that that much of an underdog. Like, they got him up their ass. Like, that's just straight crazy. Right. But then we get off to our next fight with Tim Elliott versus Brandon Raw Dog Roy Vale. Mm. <laughs> you got a name like Raw Dog, man. I'm never, you never bet against a guy with the name Raw Dog. I don't even want to oh, fight a guy man. with the name Raw Dog. So I can only, win, only imagine when Tim Elliott is thinking like, man, they got me up here against Raw Dog. Don't even know if I can call him. But yeah, man. <laughs> what up, Raw Dog? Yeah, man. You can't be out there with that name. He's intimidating oh, people man. with that name alone. Well, yeah, man. Elliott, Elliott coming off with two straight losses, man. What what are you thinking of this fight? What are your... What's man, the take Elliot, you got? Elliott is one of these... Uh... Uh, been in the UFC forever uh, type of guy. This guy is 15 and 10. Uh, but he's four and eight in the UFC, so it's like, oh man, it's he's he's one of the guys where, and it's crazy, it's crazy to me to say that Tim Elliott is actually favored in this fight. Uh, in my opinion, he's favored in this fight for the simple fact that Roy Valdez coming to the UFC in his debut from the LFA. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's not like the LFA is just a bunch of chumps. Like these guys have all fought. Uh, each other for the most part. I mean, we talked MMA math. A lot of these guys in these first three fights have fought some of these other names in these first three fights. Right, um, right, right. 
uh, and and for the most part, those fights weren't even in the UFC. A lot of them were in the LFA. So for Brandon Royvel, like I said, it's, this is his UFC debut, but it's not like he's coming over here to fight guys that aren't similar to the ones that he were fight that he was fighting uh, in any other promotion. He's ten and four, three KOs, six subs. Uh, Tim Elliott has four sub losses. Uh, I actually think Brandon Royval is going to get the submission. It's a good step up fight. He's a he's a plus one fifty underdog, and that to me, I mean, like you said, this this card is starting off not only with a bang, but this card is starting off with some pretty uh, some pretty crazy lines. Like everything is either uh, everything is either very even or everything is like two to one, and the two to ones are like, huh? How did you win? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Like. Yeah, man, I do. Yeah, I I do not have Elliot as the favorite in this fight, and it's simply because you can never list a guy named Raw Dog as the underdog. <laughs> no, but for real, yeah, yeah, I, I got. Oh, I don't man. have. I don't see Elliot winning this fight. I'm shocked at the the huge favorite that he is. It seems huge at one, at minus one eighty, and it seems huge because hey, he's fifteen and ten. He's almost like a sixty percent win guy. He got two losses in a row. Against good competition, right? Albeit, but yeah, I got Roy Vell, and just like you, I had him getting a submission win, and he's setting himself right. up for one of the for one of the winners from one of the two fights ahead of his. Because once again, all these guys are fighting Facts. in the same division, and he's going to get one of the two guys. Like whoever gets the impressive win, and out of these three fights, those are going to be the next two guys to face because they, hey, they they trying to make a name for that division to have somebody fight for that belt. So. Yeah, especially especially if uh, if any of these fighters can come out of here uh, without any crazy injuries, they'll be able to for sure. They'll be able to for sure uh, keep these guys all in the same timeline as far as their fights yeah. go. Nice little yeah. round robin going. Most on. definitely. And then we got Jamal Hill versus Clinton Abreu. Man, what a what a setup fight! Hell of a setup fight. This is they they setting him up. They set my guy terribly. Come on, man. (laughs) They tried to put him together. No, they put him together. (laughs) He about to get put together. He about to get pretzeled up and everything. This is this is. I'm outraged at this. Like the matchmaking on this fight was not great for for this reason here. My guy, Hill is seven and zero. So you got a young undefeated prospect. And you're throwing him to the wolves because mm-hmm. he's he's a striker. He has no submission finish on his record. He's basically, I'm just a guy who likes to stand up. I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to do all this ground stuff on the fly. Right. And they put him in there with a Brayu. Man. 15 and 4 with 10 submissions. 15 and 4 with 10 submissions. And it's not like he don't got 4 KOs as well. Like, this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell of a put together. Oh, Hey, Abreu, Abreu, Abreu is one and two in the UFC, though. Uh, all his UFC fights have been decisions. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, all these UFC fights have been decisions. But it's also like, it's one of those things where it's like, this is this is a clear step up in competition. The the, the yeah. variation, the, the battle of the styles uh, is what makes this such a scary fight for Hill. I do have Hill winning. I, I got him I got him getting a finish uh, because in my opinion, that's the only way that he does win. I don't think if this fight goes the uh, decision, 
that he can get this. I, I mean, I don't. I honestly don't even think this fight goes a decision. Uh, Hill only has three KOs out of his seven fights, so uh, his other four are decisions. His four, four of his wins are decisions. So he's not even necessarily putting people out. But I feel like he has to get the finish in this fight to win. It's tough for me to say that I'm a, that I'm gonna have him getting the finish, but I'm gonna have him getting the finish and, and, and just hope that he can stay off stay off of his back because. Feel like if he ends up on his back, he's it's gonna be a quick, uh, a quick tap. Yeah, I don't see him getting the win because out of a Brayu's only win in the UFC, it was against a puncher in Sam Malvi. Right. So yeah. I don't think he'll 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 is not ready for this fight. Yeah, he'll. I don't need you step think, up. Yeah, when you put it, when you put it that way, uh, Jamal Hill is not even in Sam Malvi with, uh, with the hand, with the hand. So yeah, exactly. So That's... yeah, I, I had this fight ending by submission or or, deci- or decision and if it ended in submission it was going to be submission of the night mm, that, that's, that's what it was going to be night. sub of the night no not a sub tweet of the night get a lot of those <laughs> but yeah submission of the night oh man yeah that's what I had that as hopefully he'll hopefully he'll can do something hopefully, hopefully yeah, he'll he can, have to stay off the ground right. He would have to stay off the ground for sure in that fight. Once he's on the ground, it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. Myself up, nothing to see here. He's on the ground. <laughs> fight over. Oh man! And moving right along, we get Spike, the Alpha Ginger, Carlisle. I like that name right there, man. Versus Bobby Quarantillo. This 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 fight is good for me because there's only two other spikes I know. <laughs> Spike Lee. The spike from the little giants i'm never gonna forget this guy spike now simply because he's got a memorable name i'm gonna re- spike hey you did right choosing the ufc at the end of the day and he choosing like, fighting as a sport he looked he look, like, a he look like a spike yeah he looked like a spike yeah considering considering my original fighter tonight pick uh got canceled this is actually gonna be my fighter tonight my pick for fighter tonight uh quarantine well actually both of these guys oh one and oh both of these guys are one and zero in the UFC. Uh, Spike Carlisle nine and one, five KOs, three subs, fight finishers. One loss is a split decision uh, loss. Quarantillo thirteen and two, uh, coming off coming off the descent, the contender series. Uh, he got that win. Uh, got he's one and zero in the UFC. Five KOs, five subs. Six fight winning streak on on that. Yeah. Right. And he was actually uh, he was actually a member on Tough Twenty Two as well. Uh, he he went one and one on that season. So one of the one of these guys that I mean he he saw what it was like to fight outside of the UFC, and I'm pretty sure he ain't trying to go back no time soon. This is a very tough fight for both uh, for both fighters in my opinion. But I do have uh, Billy winning the fight coming coming off of like I said coming out of that tough tough 22 it was a few years ago had to uh, go go out show and prove and then come back and still fight in the contender series it's not even like you went out showed and proved and they were like all right cool we already seen you before come fight for us they were like nah it's, it's contender series right here so <laughs> he got the win over there <laughs> he got the win over there got the win uh, in his ufc debut it's, it's looking up for him spike spike is tough but and he got a uh, spike got that TKO in his UFC debut, but yeah, man, this oh, yeah. is this is my fight of the night. Don't know if it's necessarily gonna get finished, but I got Billy Q uh, 
uh winning this fight that's that's crazy man great minds think of like coming into this podcast i had this fight as fighting tonight simply because both guys are on a winning streak they yeah. also got a, a a knockout streak so they, they, they they're winning these fights with their hands not the judges it's, and it's hard to go against my guy alfred ginger but like you i went with quarantino uh quarantillo simply because of his track record and I believe he gets to finish because he seems like the more fluid, smoother uh, puncher out of the two. So, yeah, I had Billy winning this fight as well. Yeah, man, this is a tough fight. And this division is only getting better. It's crazy. 145 division is ridiculous. Like like, like I said, we were talking about just last week, uh, Giga, Ige, Barbosa. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, like, like, this is back half of the top 15 and, and unranked guys right here. Like... Yeah, man, this this division is exciting, guys. Exciting, guys, too. Yeah, exactly. And then, man, they UFC was so nice. They gave us the Shevchenko Kukagian rematch. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, man. oh wait. <laughs> wait a minute. They gave her the sister. Uh, they gave her the sister. Oh man. But yeah, man, it seems like the UFC trying to let that whole family put hands on this lady. <laughs> Next fight, we might see the mom against Kukagian. <laughs> It's bad for this lady. Oh man, it's uh, it's not like it's it sucks because her sister like got inside super inside tips. She gonna be willing to share everything with her with the sister. And man, yeah, Kuchi, uh what's her name? Help me say this name correct. Well, I'm gonna just call it Kagan. I'm just calling yeah. Kagan. Sorry if I was messing your name. I might be butchering names left and right. Caitlin a lot easier. Caitlin. I'm gonna just call it Caitlin. <laughs> I'm gonna just call you Kate. Oh you man! Doing? But yeah, yeah man, she, she gonna want to she gonna want to change her name to Katie after uh, Antonina <laughs> and Valentina done put hands on her. Like I don't. This is a it's a step up fight for Antonina, but ah uh, man, it's tough. Like Chukagan did not look good in that fight against Bullish at all, and like she uh she was looking good up until then. She's six and three in the UFC. Uh, mm -hmm. Her three losses came to Valentina, Jessica I, and Liz Carmouche. So it's not like she's out here losing to, to no names or, or women who right. just aren't good. Like these are the top of the top. But at the end of the day, like we see the pre fights, uh, the, the pre fight workouts with Antonina and Valentina, <laughs> and they're out there doing a, doing a little uh, doing a little high kick uh, uh, drills or whatever. And it's like it's hard for me to say that this is not going to look exactly like the other fight. Like, <laughs> I don't even see her as a, as the plus one twenty underdog. I would have liked to have seen it at like plus one eighty five, plus two hundred, because oh, it's going man. to be the same thing. She's going to take an L. It'll probably be a decision L. I had it as a decision L, but she's taking the L. And it sucks that Shevchenko is even in the same division as her sister. Because where does she go from here? You beat the oh, number one contender. That, and see, this is this is one of those things where I can see Valentina moving up to 135 and trying to challenge Nunes, Nunes anyway. Because uh -huh. I, I feel like she wants that uh, that trilogy fight, even though she's only two in those fights. Uh, that second fight was very controversial. Uh, a lot of people have Valentina winning uh, that second fight against Nunes. And... I feel like there's no competition for her at 125. Like, and if her little sister ends up coming out here and dusting off her last opponent, it's actually it's her like, older. It's her older sister. Oh well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <then. laughs> big sister, big sister pulling up. 
whole well thing. <laughs> but I, I, I think either, yeah, like you said, I think Valentina either moves up or Antonia moves down. <clears throat> they, there's no point in, in sticking around as being number two in the division that you're in. Any division that you know, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna fight your sister, like. We know yeah, that's you're not gonna fight your sister, and then what's the point of this fight? Are you just gonna be the gatekeeper? Like nobody can touch my little sister. Like no, no, no. Right. Yeah, she probably moves down, or uh, Valentina moves up, and that's a good way to end the prelims. That's a uh, a big name fight, and then right on to the to the main card, we get another women's fight with Hannah Cyphers versus Mackenzie Dern, and they got Cyphers at plus three hundred, the biggest underdog on the card. And I'm just baffled by this. Man. Seven and two in their last nine. Only two losses are to Angie Hill and Macy Barber. Top ranked women who are Hill should be top ranked. That's neither here nor there. Right. And then that Barber part. Barber was on pace to until that Modafari fight challenge to be the champion in her division. And they just got they got Hannah in here like she just about to get done up real quick. She got a 50% KO rate. Uh, she likes to keep fights standing. She's a banger. She does what have four losses, right? Right, right. But hey, 10 and 4, 10 and 4, 2 and 2 in the UFC. It's, it's, it, I think plus 300 is it, it's total disrespect. Mackenzie Dern must be must be coming in here about to put in work. It yeah. better look like she minus like when she minus 400, she better minus, look like minus, minus 400. 400. Mackenzie Dern, I, that is oh crazy, especially coming off of, especially coming off that loss to uh Rebus. That was coming uh, off a loss, they're giving all these people coming off loss to favorites. It's crazy, she was, she was getting dusted up in that fight. And uh, I don't, I don't think Hannah Cyphers is, is, is in any way, shape, or form the striker that Rebus is, but. I mean, Hannah Cyphers is a striker, nonetheless. Like she, uh, right? I mean, she likes to stand. She likes to bang. She's really a brother. I mean, Mackenzie Dern, in my opinion, I'm not gonna say she's not a fighter because I mean, if she gets in there and fight, she's a fighter. But she's more so like uh, I can't stand. I, I can't stand up. Like she, she's more of a exactly a submission artist. Her stand up is very Ronda Rousey esque. Like I can do just enough. I've done just enough uh, training. I like that comparison. Uh, just enough, like it, but it's but it's not <laughs> like I'm gonna do anything devastating as far as the stand up goes. Uh, Mackenzie Dern seven and one. She's two and one in the UFC. Uh, like I said, that that loss to Rebus was, in my opinion, eye opening. Like that that showed what she would look like against the top level uh, strikers in the division. Like if mm. you can't, if she can't get type top position, well, I mean she don't even necessarily need top position because I saw her doing some some pretty good work from the bottom in that fight. But it's like hell, she ended up on the bottom, uh, basically at will in that fight. Like uh, right, uh, right. Reboss was putting hands on her. Uh, Dern tried to tried to go in for a trip or whatever, end up getting judo tossed on her head, and it's like I mean <laughs> Reboss is Reboss is no joke. She basically proved in that fight. Uh, I I just don't see how you could have anybody coming off of a loss that devastating uh, come into a fight as a minus four hundred. Uh, with that, with all that What's being that said, that? I do. With all that being said, I do have Mackenzie Dern winning by sub, but minus um, four hundred. That's that's a uh, that's scary. That's a that's yeah, a scary proposition. See, I'm I'm gonna switch it up. I got my girl Hannah Cyphers winning this one. Decision, Sheesh. Hannah Cyphers. She keeps herself off the ground for two rounds, and she does just enough standing up to get this decision. See, we might even it. see it. We might even see a stoppage. All you got to do is stay off the ground with Mackenzie Dern, and you're fine. 
Right. Right. The thing the thing is, the thing with Mackenzie Darner is though, she she can fight very well off of her back. And that's uh that's a thing that I mean, it's tough, like, especially you start swinging forward, start coming forward. All it takes is for her to pull a guard. Got to uh, take a page out of Angie Hill book against uh, Claudia Godella. Don't give her that. Keep always be first. Don't over uh, extend on the punches. Just punch to touch. And if you end up on top, if you end up on top, stand, stand back up. <laughs> That's it. And this fight is followed by Roosevelt Roberts versus Brock Weaver. Another pair of uh, Dana White Contender Series alumni. And I swear that it's basically through like a Contender Series class reunion because we got nothing but Contender Series guys on this card. Oh, man. Antonina was on the Contender Series. Crazy. All of them. This is all Contender Series. But yeah, this is uh, Roosevelt. I remember seeing him on a Contender Series. He's fought five times since he was on there in in less than two years. So they're giving these guys a lot of fights. And I like it. I like seeing these guys. It's, you get to see them basically growing their career. I pretty. I think I said that before, but yeah, I'm excited to see these guys, see the stars of tomorrow. And yeah, Roosevelt comes in here as a huge favorite at minus three, three fifteen, the second uh, biggest spread on the card, Man, right behind that so. uh, Dern four hundred. You, right uh, so. you think it's a? You think it's a proper proper yeah, Brock, uh, betting Brock line? Weaver, Brock Weaver. Uh, he he has a lot of hype behind him at this point because he has a look to him and he has a very big personality. But nothing against Brock Weaver, the fighter. But I mean, like the the way that he hypes himself up will make you think like this guy is about to be like that that guy. Like in my opinion, he reminds me of a a, a non wrestling heavy uh, version of like a Clay Guida. Like he's I mean he's more <laughs> of a grind, more of a grinder. Like. In his in his in his UFC debut, like like we said, both of these guys coming off the contender series. But in Brock Weaver's UFC debut, I mean Brock Weaver is a six foot guy. He was fighting against a, a five foot eight uh, guy, Kazula Vargas. Yeah, right. He was he was pretty much getting uh, pretty much getting beat everywhere the fight went. He was getting beat on the floor, getting beat on the uh, beat beat standing. He was getting beat in the clinch. Uh, unfortunately, Vargas ended up uh, <laughs> kneeing him in the face. So he got the W. And, <laughs> so he lost and, and got disqualified. I mean, Brock, for for Brock Weaver, like he's not even a fight finisher. He got 15 wins, uh, two KOs, three subs. Like that's that right there is the thing that is the most scary about uh, this fight for him. It's like I don't think he can survive. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he's good enough to survive in here for 15 minutes with a Roosevelt Robert, yeah, uh, who has three KOs and four subs uh, out of nine fights. Uh, this is actually my KO of the night. Like, ooh, damn, poor Weaver. I, I got this one right here as a fight of the night candidate. Mm. Possible, possible. Simply because Weaver is a big guy. He's gonna be able to take a punch. Bare knuckle fighter. I know he's on that. He got two two of his last three wins by disqualification. So he probably should have like a couple L's. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have two disqualifications <laughs> win on your eight win. Uh, fight streak or your eight fight win streak should i say but he's, he's tough he's battle tested he has a lot of decisions like you say he doesn't finish fights but somewhere somehow he knows how to stick around in fights Man. he's a grinder uh, yeah, that, he's, yeah. a, he's a grinder that, that's the part he is a grinder so he's gonna he's gonna give he's gonna be able to take some punches and, and dish out some punches he's gonna lose 
But I think he's going to give us a performance that's worthy of a fight of the night simply because it's like how uh, how Ferguson was for Gate. He was there to get punched. So I think Weaver's going to be there to get punched and 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 crazy things happen. But he's also going to uh, dish some back because he's not he's not a, a submissive fighter. He does try. He's a good he good he like he's game. He's always game. Any guy who fights oh, bare yeah. knuckles yeah. is game. But yeah, he's gonna he's, he's gonna be it. there to make this fight entertaining. It was a fight of the night candidate for me. Although I got the Alpha Ginger getting that getting that fight of the night with uh, Billy Quarantillo. Yeah, this was a fight of the night candidate, and uh, simply because Brock Weaver is is that type of fighter to stick around for a decision. And Roosevelt is a guy who's been finishing fights and is a good striker. So yeah. And see, I don't want to I don't want to overstate uh, that Brock Weaver disqualification win in his uh, in his debut. Like that was a very action packed fight in that one round that it happened before he yeah. got even a face. Uh, and I mean, like it, it was back and forth. But I say out of the four and a half minutes that that they were fighting, he was probably losing about three of the minutes, and he probably was winning <laughs> about uh, a minute and a half. So. You know, like if if, if he can go 15 minutes, if he can go 15 minutes uh, at that pace, uh, losing three minutes every round and winning two <laughs> minutes every round, then you know maybe. But I I just, I just don't see him lasting, man. I, I think he's gonna get blasted. Oh like, man, I, th- I think hey. he's about to get. <laughs> he, he might get put out. He might get put out quick. I think he may be able to, you know, endure a little bit. But yeah, so yeah, and then we got um. We got Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai, and they finally give us a heavy. Some, some of the heavies on the card. We get some heavyweights on this card finally after having all the little people fight. And yeah, I called y'all little people. Well, yeah, man. This is this fight right here is um gonna have knockout of the night. I'm, I'm gonna get that prediction out there already. Mm. Knockout of the night happens in this card. Knockout of the oh man. Yeah, man. Oh, Ivan Noy has uh, got an impressive track record. He's fought JDS. He's fought Rothwell. He's fought Tui Vesa. Uh, right. He's fought Derek Lewis. He's 2-2 two and two in those fights. <laughs> Rothwell and Tua. <laughs> but he's fought him. He's fought him. Right, right. And it was Derek Lewis to a split decision, so it's not like he's not good. He's a jack-of-all-trades. He got six KOs, six subs, six, six decisions. So you don't know where he's gonna go with these fights. He just shows up and he gets it done. Right. Got that got that one submission loss on his record. Never been knocked. Uh never been never been TKO. So it's uh it's tough to to see him losing uh in a in a in a way where he would be finished. Oh he but can a Gusto, but a Gusto Sakai <laughs> Sakai man. Uh, contender, uh, once again, another contender series winning three and zero in the UFC, fourteen one and one, eleven KOs in our fourteen wins. He gonna have to stay off of his back, but uh, I didn't have this one as KO of the night. I did also have this one ending very very early. I did have this one ending <laughs> in the knockout. Man, I don't I don't see any other way that this happens. Like. Uh, Sakai's one loss was a uh, was a split decision loss to Bell- uh, to to Czech Congo and Bellator. Yeah, uh, that's... so he's fought he's he's fought a he's fought a good heavyweight. Yeah, it's the not ultimate like gatekeeper. Ultimate, exactly, exactly. And it's like uh, for Ivanov, it's like like you said, he's two and two in the UFC. Uh, he got that win against Tuivasa. He got that win against Rothwell. Those are good wins. Uh, but then when they step him up to that top 
top tier uh, echelon, the Derek Lewis and the JDS, those are his losses. Like that's uh, it's I, yeah. I I think this is going to end up being one of those top tier ones. I think Sakai is a guy <laughs> that we're going to end up talking about. Yeah, uh, we are closer closer to the end of this year. Like, okay, this guy might be challenging for the belt or something like that. Like. This, he's got this a, is, uh, yeah. He's got a knockout win over my guy, the Vanilla Gorilla Chase Sherman. Right. He beat uh, No Country Arlovsky. <laughs> so he's got oh, some yeah. good names on his record. And oh, when I yeah. seen some of his footage, man, he's throwing knees along the cage. He's hitting guys with bombs. Like you said, I think this is the guy we're going to talk about down and the he's line. Huge, and he's like, big, yeah. And he's huge, like six four. He's threatening that two hundred and sixty five pound weight limit every damn fight. And I think that's the deciding factor for Ivanov. He's going to come in at 5'11", right. maybe 250 pounds. And this guy is going to come in at 6'4", and maybe have to cut weight to make 265. And that's the... And, that's and the, heavy exactly, hands. That's the that's the scary part, exactly like you said, man. For, for Ivanov, I saw how tense and passive he was in that Derek Lewis fight. Like, not to say he was scared, just to say he was very, very cautious. I don't think he even gets that chance to be uh, that type of cautious in this fight because Sakai is not going to just lay it. Like, like, there's a difference. Like, with Derek Lewis, he's more like a... Uh He's more like a like like a python or something. Like he waits for his for his right right moment. Yeah, he's, and he he's just let he's, go with that one hand. Yo Romero type hits exactly. you in laws. He's not pressuring you, but if you it's, try to come at him, he's gonna counter. Exactly. For Sakai, these these are coming in bunches. These yeah, <laughs> he's coming at like, you. This, this is uh this is this is about to be different like i don't think i don't think ivanov is uh i don't think ivanov and, and and no disrespect he's a very good fighter i just this this is about to be uh one of those fights where we're gonna be talking about sakai uh up for the title shot within the next year coming off of something like this especially considering nobody wants to fight the true champion francis Ngannou. <laughs> i can see that happening most definitely you uh, bovada got this as a pick em fight both minus 115 both minus i don't even think it's that close i think sakai gets the knockout win right and it gets us started right right into the main event the, the hell of a main event shout out to the ufc for this one right here we get tyron t wood woodley and Gilbert Burns. Man. And finally, we get to see Woodley. He comes in at minus 190. He's been spending a lot of time making rap videos. <laughs> We'd rather see you in the ring, champ. Rather see you. Um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people will tell him don't quit his day job. I wasn't Please feeling don't. it. Please don't. Yeah, Keep staying in the ring, man. I'd rather see you in the ring more often than I see you on these rap videos. That's all I'm saying. It's been a whole year since he's fought. And even when he had the belt, he was an inactive champion. He fought like once a year. Very true. Very true. Like he doesn't fight too often. And I don't think he has, like he's probably wasted a couple of his prime years just sitting on the shelf. I don't know if it was injuries or not most of the time, but it was uh, a lot of those times. Very inactive. It was, a lot of those times it was, uh, it was beef with the UFC as far as like opponents and as far as like uh, getting good spots as far as pay-per-views go. Uh, they didn't want to. They didn't want to consider him a draw for the longest until he just. They 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 kept making him prove himself over and over. The 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 crazy thing is, and and I mean, it's not like Willie is a young guy. He's thirty eight. Approaching no country. Uh, approaching no country. He's, no uh, country. Yeah, man. He's been off. Been off for over a year. Uh, I mean that the the thing about a guy like Willie is at this point, a lot of the people that he beat in his run. 
uh, aren't even in the UFC anymore. Like, these are guys who are still fighting, like Roy McDonald. So that's on your resume. You're pretty old. So you don't really have that much time to just be sitting around not taking fights. I get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I just thought we would be seeing Whitley a lot more often. But he's not an old guy who looks old. He comes in there with that Yo Romero physique and power. Yeah. Good wrestler. Um, the number one uh, ranked guy at Walter Wade. And he's going up against Gilbert Burns, who, like we said earlier, fights anybody anywhere. He did what nobody has been done, what has been able to do in stopping Damian Maya, scored that knockout win, which got him this fight. Facts. And if he can pull off this win, he pretty much puts himself next in line for a title shot against Kamaru Usman, since nobody else wants to take that take that risk. And I uh -huh. think Gilbert Burns is game, and uh -huh. we're going to see a good fight this Saturday. Man, this is uh this is this is one of the tough the the toughest fights to call. Uh I, I like to pick my fight in the nights being something that's not necessarily the main event for whatever reason, but I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be mad if this fight did end up being a uh, fight in the night. My guy Gilbert Burns, like we said before, fight anybody at any time. Uh 18 and 3, 11 and 3 in the UFC. Uh the only time he he's only been finished one time, he got a KO loss to Dan Hooker. That's kind of scary on his resume right there. Uh but Dan yeah. Hooker, Dan Hooker and Tyron Woolley are two totally different fighters. Uh Tyron Woolley a much much heavier hitter. Dan Hooker a much longer fighter though. Uh, T. Wood is one of those, like you said, yo, like you said, he has the Yoel physique. He also has the Yoel uh, game, game plan as well. Right, yeah. Kind of, kind of tries to lull you to sleep and, and and swing that left hand or whatever. For Burns, I mean, he has very good striking. I mean, you saw that, you saw that left hook that he knocked my out with. I'm not gonna say that he necessarily uh, wins a stand up fight with Willie. But I don't think Willie necessarily just puts them together only for the simple fact that Willie is is more of a, a counter striker and a and a one one two three uh, combo type of striker. Like mate, like Willie will rush you when you got the three shot. But for the most part, he's really just throwing that that left hand, uh, right. trying to trying to stagger you and whatnot, that, like um, he did against Robbie Lawler. Exactly. That fight went what maybe like two minutes without a punch man throwing. He he man. just waits. He just waits to strike. And see for Burns, I, I'm expecting a lot of low low calf kicks. Mm -hmm. uh, Willie has the wrestling, but Gilbert Burns has the jujitsu. Like this is one yes. of those. This is one of those. I mean, Willie Willie likes to get top position, likes to uh, likes to pound people, like ground and pound people out. But it's like I don't know that Tyron Willie can get to the top position to be able to be as forceful with his uh, his ground and pound as he normally does against a guy who, I mean, likes to sweep people off of, off of the bottom. I actually, uh, ah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah man. I, I think I'm gonna just go ahead and go ahead and let off my pick, man. It, it's hard for me to go against Gilbert Burns, it's man. He so just, hard. he's just, he's just too, he's been too active, like. And this is, and this is no shot to Willie. I'm not saying that I think Willie is out here slouching. I think Willie is out here feeling himself a little bit too much, though. That's the, that right there is the issue. He said he bringing violence into this fight, this, that, and the third. I think, uh, don't worry about the violence. I think you need to worry about your technique, man. He, like you say, he's <laughs> pretty close to no country. And, pretty I, close. And, I, and at the end of the day, he's one of those guys where he's almost last generation of a fighter. Like, yes, you have good wrestling. Yes, you have good hands. At the end Rashad of the day. Rashad Evans-esque type of. Exactly. At the end of the day, you take this guy down, he sweep you, uh, 
he sweep you from the from from bottom end up on top and choke you out or something i'm not gonna be surprised for the simple fact like you coming in here kind of smelling your own smelling your own roses or what or whatever like i feel like tyron willie uh ha- i mean he hasn't fought he hasn't fought since he lost the belt like he's he's been feeling himself for quite a long time like i want my belt back i want my belt back like bro you got shut out in that fight you didn't win a single round i don't think you want to win a minute of that round so i mean like you didn't you didn't win a minute of, a minute of any of those rounds like so at that point it's it's kind of like you can't take that much time off a year and a half whatever that's been since he fought Uzman. yeah man I got uh, I got these guys. Like you said, they're basically a carbon copy of each other. Willie's stand up is just as, I say, equal to uh, Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is more uh, in bunches, but on 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 the scale of one to ten, they're both at about a seven point five in terms of their stand up. And then one has wrestling, and one has BJJ, and it's it's, it's the same fighter versus each other. Burns has been more active. Willie's inactivity is going to come to hurt him. He's coming in against a guy who's just who's been getting rounds in, been getting a bad experience. And it's been a year since Willie's seen a, a a live fight in the ring. And he and he's out here coaching guys. Like Gilbert Burns is out here, bro. Like he's really out here. He's like he he's 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 just out here. Like yes. And like like you said, I I don't like to go against T Wood. I like Tyrone Willie, but I just think it's too much time off. And it's way too much time off for somebody who's approaching no country for old man. Gilbert Byrne gets his done. And this fight doesn't make it to the championship rounds. He wins by stoppage. Fight of the night. Or not even fight of the night. Performance of the night for Gilbert Burns. Comes out of this fight. That's my prediction. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, man. That's what happens. Caps off a hell of a card. I can 100% see it happening, man. And it's and it's tough for a guy like uh, it's tough for a guy like Willie. If he does take this L, is is I don't even know. I don't even know where he goes from there. Who knows? Yeah, he he. Who knows? He might he might just go uh finish rapping. Go 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 drop that album. Go, yeah, drop drop that. Yeah. Yes, I just gotta go back in the studio then. Oh, cool, cool. Hey, get it. Yeah, but man. yes, it's about that time. The card is in the books. We're gonna hit you with that that parlay. That I now got five 10 five parlay. Cause I got five on it. Yeah. Don't got 10 on it. Don't got 20 on it. Cause I ain't won one yet. <laughs> but I do got five on it. Just drop the five. Yeah, man. So for my 10 five parlay, uh, I got my guy Vince Morales beating Chris Gutierrez. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh I got Casey Kenny beating Louis Smoker. I got Brandon Roy Val beating Tim Elliott. I got Jamal Hill beating Clit in the Brave. Uh, Billy Quarantilo beating Spike Carlisle. I got Ansonina Shevchenko beating Kaylin Chukagan. Ah man, ho- hopefully Chukagan don't, <laughs> don't end up uh, don't end up too too uh, hurt by this. Uh, emo- emotionally, emotionally, emotionally scarred. Yeah. Too many Chef Chankos out there. Yeah, man. Uh, I got Mackenzie Dern beating Hannah Cyphers. Uh, Roosevelt Roberts beating Brock Weaver. Uh, Augusto Sagai beating Lagoy Ivanov. Uh, and I got Gilbert Burns beating Tyron Willie. Uh, unfortunately for me, I got a whole bunch of favorites. The Casey Kenny fight, uh, minus 280. 
Kenzie Dern minus 400. Roosevelt Roberts minus 315. So my five isn't isn't gonna be anything too crazy. Uh, on, what on is what fights. it get you? It's getting me uh twelve hundred eleven dollars. No Hey, at I it. like it. That was no, five bucks. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. I like it. Well, man, my five dollars got me got me uh basically laughing to the bank. Oh man. Because I got I got Morales getting the win at minus one ten. Smoker getting the win at plus two twenty. Roy Val at plus 150. Abreu at, at plus 105. Quarantillo at minus 165. Sevchenko at minus 150. And there's, here's where it gets interesting. I got my girl Hannah Cyphers at plus 300. I got Roberts at minus 315. I got Sakai at minus 115. And I got Burns at plus uh, 155. Five yeah. bucks gets you 10,000. 300. <laughs> Quick little parlay. 10 yeah, fight man. parlay. I think this is the one that's going to hit, man. A lot of upsets. I just think the, the odds makers got it wrong. Because I can't be this wrong, can I? I was wrong last <laughs> time, too, though. I can't be this wrong. Man, the odds on some of these fights are, are kind of baffling. Kinda I'm almost tempted to even pick Brock Reaver on another parlay. Same picks, switch over to Brock Weaver. And I'm sure that'll, that'll throw that any up to like 15, maybe 12, 12 to 15, something like that. Because he's plus 245. And man, it takes scared. off a minus 315 on my card. Scared of, but scared yeah, man. of taking Brock Weaver after that last fight. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people, please, please, please gamble responsibly if you do gamble. Because uh, I'm not responsible for what you do. <laughs> So, so y'all better be responsible for what you do. But if you do hit on a parlay that I put out, you know you got to run your boy that 30% commission. I'll hey. send you my big number. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, man. I just looked at the odds. If I move Brock Weaver in, it's five bucks for 25 or 25 or 27 racks. Hey, I'm at the one out there with Brock Weaver getting a W. Just because. Just because. But yeah, those are parlays. I got five on it. Ten five parlays. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And moving right along into these post-fight awards. I pretty much spit mine out all through the uh, the podcast. But I'm running back for you real quick. My fight of the night is going to be Roberts. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be Roberts versus Weaver. That's a potential fight of the night. My fight of the night is going to be... The Alpha Ginger and Spike Carlisle versus Billy Can Cantor uh Cortillo versus Billy Cortillo. My performance of the night is going to be Gilbert Burns with his uh upset, I guess slight upset win over Woodley. My KO of the night is going to be Sakai putting my guy Ivan off to bed. Might want to bring a pillow into the ring. Because oh, it's gonna happen. He's gonna get stopped. Oh yeah, he's uh he's out of there. And my submission of the night is going to be Klitz and Abreu and that setup fight that they got from my guy Jamal Hill. How uh, dare they do him like that? But yeah, that, that's what I got for the post-fight awards. Man, what you got? What, oh, you, what you got over there for your post-fights? Man, we got the same. We got the same fight of the night. Uh, Spike Carlisle and uh, Billy Quarantilo. Uh, man, we just all here paying Spike Carlisle. Like, we, we both, <laughs> said, both said he's going to lose, but hey, you're going to get this extra money, though. So... 
Don't, yeah, don't, don't feel to, too bad. He, he gonna show up to make that fight entertaining. Exactly. That and that's hey, that's all you could ask for sometimes. Uh, for my sub of the night, I got Mackenzie Mackenzie Dern uh, over Hannah Cyphers. Oh, you got Cyphers getting sub. Oh, no, yeah, Cyphers Cy- is getting sub. Man. She's my plus uh, three hundred underdog pick. She can't get <laughs> sub. <laughs> she can't get sub. Oh man, she she getting sub today. Uh, oh, for for my KO tonight, I got Roosevelt Roberts over Brock Weaver, probably second round. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of punches and bunches. I feel like it's probably gonna be a couple of leg kicks. Uh, Brock Weaver might try to get a couple of a uh, couple of clinches in, but I just don't think he's gonna be fast enough to hang with them hands, the hand speed that I see uh, Roosevelt Roberts with six three super hands. A uh, little, little bit too skinny, but you know, hey man, just, just, just knock him out for me. Just, just, just do it. Yes, fight fans. That is it for us. That's UFC on ESPN Nine in a nutshell. Thank you for rocking with us. Cajun style. The Cajun style. Yeah, the Cajun style podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Spotify. We own the Apple Podcast too. So if you hear us on Spotify now, and you want to normally listen to us on Apple. Go ahead and check us out on Apple. Also oh, on Anchor. Subscribe. Yeah, follow us on. Yeah, subscribe on all those platforms. Once again, thank you for listening. It's your guy Nebby. It's your boy Ride with Doc. And yes, we we'll catch on. Catch on. Uh, yeah, catch on Sunday. No, 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 no. Catch on Monday. Breaking I think that's down, what it is. Breaking down that uh, card. And uh, looking forward to that uh, UFC Fight Night 250. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Catch you on the flip. One. Yes, sir.